Welcome back, everybody, to the Carol Suki Podcast. My guest today, we actually met on Saturday, July the 8th, 2023, because we both attended the Rachel Hollis Podcast. My guest today is Courtney Sluman, um, known as Ambitiously Blonde on Instagram. Welcome, first of all. And why don't you tell us what your occupation is currently? Uh, currently, I am a high school teacher, and I teach uh, drama and English and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I also teach careers as well, um, and I have for about sixteen years. So, um, so I've been in it quite a few years. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually just um, at the end of June applied for a position within my board to actually do something called the DeStreaming Student Success Coach. Uh, grade nine and ten. So I'm taking a secondment from my teaching job to work at the board office to kind of support teachers and students there. But I mean, regardless of that, the subjects that you used to teach, it sounds like you'd be like one of my favorite teachers. <laughs> <laughs> it tends to be, and it has been for the past few years. I was I was mainly drama. Um, mm. and I did teach a lot of grade nines. Um, yeah, we my my teaching partner and I, we had this philosophy that we want them to come in. We know they're not all going to be actors. Mm-hmm. We just want them to build confidence. Yes. Um, we want them to have fun. We want them to make friends and socialize. Um, we're pretty key on um, removing the devices from their hands because mm-hmm. you can't really do drama without, uh, with a device in your hand because you need to collaborate. You need to talk. You need to play games. We're very active, sometimes a little bit more active even than phys ed, depending on what their activity <laughs> is those days. Um, but yeah, we do circle questions and have a lot of fun. Yeah. So I love building those connections with the kids. Try and create that safe space because I said, I just want you to be able to talk in front of your class, regardless yes. of it being drama, geography, history, English. Um, because I said, you're going to do this multiple times throughout high school and possibly into post-secondary and, and business. <laughs> That's right. So speaking of safe spaces and speaking in front of groups of people, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> Courtney was uh, one of two out of thousands <laughs> chosen by Rachel Hollis to come up and speak about something that you wanted to to do or start that you haven't yet so Mm -hmm. you put your hand up and when Rachel pointed you out what was your very first reaction I I honestly I couldn't believe she actually pointed at me (laughs) were you doing one of those who who hurt me hurt him I know it's like really really like you want to talk to me (laughs) so I was I was beyond shocked and giddy and and everything um so I was super excited that that was happening and then surprised that I had to get out of my seat to get and talk Mm -hmm. to talk to her so Mm -hmm. um, I was like is she going up on that stage so yeah I was so happy I captured that picture of you too I was like oh this this is a moment I just sharing it (laughs) so why don't you share with my listeners um what it is that you would like to start and you hadn't started yet? So I told Rachel that I wanted to be a writer. So Mm -hmm. I've always had this dream since I was a little girl um, to be an author, to create my own books. 
Um, and, you know, life happens and uh, I have an English degrees, but I took the teaching route instead of like the publishing and all of that. Um, yeah. So it's taken me a while to kind of really get the courage up. Mm -hmm. So I had just started writing um, before the pandemic, actually, oh. um, just started doing some poetry and things like that, um, which I never thought I would, believe it or not, all wow. through my uh, university career. I wasn't a fan of poetry. It wasn't until I started teaching it that I really actually enjoyed it. Okay. Um, so after that, um, I ended up writing, but I shared it with a few people, some friends. I created a, even an Instagram account just for my poetry. Mm -hmm. um, I was still a little nervous um, about doing it all. Um, Can I ask, sharing it with your friends, mm -hmm. did you get mostly positive feedback or just like mm, kind of like mediocre feedback or I don't think any of your friends would give you negative feedback but no and I I did I actually shared it with a few of my like English teacher friends mm -hmm. one of them she was completely thrilled with it she yeah. loved it and could connect with certain parts of of my poetry um the story that I kind of had started um I got some great feedback um from my department head he just is like oh I love this section of it I'd love to hear more of that mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of really nice for kind of like a bit of a constructive criticism right. um, mostly it was just a lot of um, <laughs> my husband and friends just kind of saying like that they were really enjoyed how I was writing I think whomever I gave it to no one really had the background or critique to be able to kind of give me more constructive so it was just giving me enough um courage to go forward with it so which was great did anybody's feedback ever make you second guess like oh maybe I shouldn't do this maybe this is a waste of time did anyone ever make you feel like that's or that's not a real job like don't do it uh my parents unfortunately mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. they've always been they're of that mentality of you go and you get a career for 30 years, you find the career with the pension and you stick with it. And oh gosh, you're giving me goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So they both worked for General Motors and it was, you know, pretty much the place to get a job when they were young. Mm -hmm. um, and they did both did their 33 and 35 years and then retired and, you know, have been retired for probably a good 15 years. Um, but I, the more the world changes right now um and especially with the opening obviously of the internet and everything and all the different careers that you can do through it um just like this one uh there were more opportunities that I wanted to kind of pursue um I've always wanted to maybe start by having something on the side so just the writing on the side and kind of creating a following um, starting to write, like, honestly, my ideas for books have all centered around being a teacher. Yes. So, because that's what I know. And that was the first thing that I heard from somebody is like, write what you know. So rather than jump into, I've always wanted to write a fiction novel, but I, I'm afraid of that one. Like that one, I still have a bit of a, a block on. Okay. Um, so I just keep revisiting 
things that I know, stories that I can retell from my own personal experience, mm-hmm. et cetera. So, um, so that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I've finally given myself a little bit more space to do that because mm-hmm. um, as a life of a teacher, lesson planning, marking, parent phone calls, mm-hmm. all of those, running extracurriculars because I've done um, all of those plays, musicals, dance teams it takes up a lot of time and then I have no energy to put into my own creative yes um, at the end of the day and you know to my family too so yeah that makes sense and then so so with um I do recall um at the show and you were you were doing that you were doing a lot of explaining and and really just trying to prove I can do this I'm a writer or I can be a writer is kind of the voice that you were coming from and Rachel stopped you and she's like Kate you are a writer Mm -hmm. was that an aha moment for you or was that just like oh yeah that's right I knew that and I think I've heard her say this before but it was brilliant that she did stop me and I appreciated Mm -hmm. that because Mm -hmm. I I agree I always try and you know, set myself up and say that I am worthy of this right. career and this job, um, that I don't even have to say I'm a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm, you know, not trying to prove anything to anybody. I just can do. I can right. just be. And I loved that she stopped me and made me acknowledge that mm-hmm. um, and acknowledge to the audience that mm-hmm. I am worthy of doing my dream and my passion. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought that was so great because I'm sure we're all guilty of it. We all do it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I know I can, because I've done this and I've done this and I've done that. And so like, that's why I'm doing it because that's okay. Right. (laughs) Like we're, we're always seeking that validation that we're doing, especially when you're doing something new, right. Something that people don't know you for, and you have to explain, well, we feel the need to explain why change is happening. And we need to stop doing that, right? Exactly. And I love because even part of Rachel Hollis's story that she mentions is that she didn't get any education in all of the things that she's done. She's only done research. She's like, she's found everything on Google. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and to see her grow and be successful mm-hmm. and just be determined to do well as an entrepreneur, that alone inspires me to... I, I don't need the credentials. I don't need the certifications. I can just do and you know, people will like what I'm doing and some people will not like what I'm doing. And that's Always. okay. Right? Always. That's right. Yeah. And because there is no degree in entrepreneurship, that is what an entrepreneur does. You yes. figure stuff out because everything is figure outable. You just look into what you want to look into. You take the information that, you know, helps you grow. Mm-hmm. And that's what also makes every entrepreneur unique. Yes. And special. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because nobody has done it their way before. That's right. Exactly. Everybody's doing it on their own. And so Rachel also asked you the question because, mm-hmm. or maybe you want to tell who you or what you want to write about you mentioned two things yes and I did mention uh I wanted to speak to teenagers as Mm -hmm. well as parents Mm -hmm. and I know she mentioned like that's two completely separate audiences so kind of choose one 
um, over my years, I, I love talking to teenagers. Mm -hmm. I find them so fun. I find them hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think some of the times they are shocked when there's a teacher that actually wants to have a conversation and not just tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. um, because that's the one thing that I found the drama classroom was really great at is that we could just have a conversation let's just get to know each other and I want to know their topics or their advice or like I've had them give me advice on my children for years like I was asking them <laughs> about Fortnite I'm like my children want Fortnite <laughs> tell me about it is this okay <laughs> so and they've been wonderful guides in that sense. And I want them to understand that they do have good ideas. They do, they can be confident. They shouldn't worry about judgment. Mm -hmm. They can be their own person exactly at the age that they are. Um, yes. I want to give them that validation. And I feel first and foremost, I want to give them that. Sometimes it doesn't always match what the parents are viewing so I kind of want to give guidance to the parents too but I think I feel it needs to be either two separate books mm -hmm. uh, kind of like the parents can be like the comparison okay this is what I'm writing to your children yeah but this is why I'm saying it so right. kind of giving them the background where the kids just need that extra motivation mentor person to tell them it's okay that's right. Um, that's separate from their parents because their parent has always been in the back of their head and they unfortunately always will be. Yeah. Because it's the first person that they they've gone to advice for essentially. And that being said, sometimes mom and dad are tuned out, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's so in the back of their head that they're like, whatever mom and dad says, if it's not they're, that they're giving me something, <laughs> yes. that'll just stay in the back of my head. But when someone else, like maybe a teacher that they love says something, it's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah. And, and my mom and dad told me that, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, okay. So Rachel said to you, Courtney, mm -hmm. start tonight. Do, yes. Put up a pose tonight, make a TikTok tonight, or or what have you. So, have you? <laughs> okay, so I already had an existing TikTok account, a uh, okay. personal account, but <laughs> uh, I had only shared it. It was just private with friends. Um, I ended up making it public that night. Uh, and I had had a video of me doing, uh, what was it, Lizzo's About Damn Time. Did you? Oh, I got to check it I, out. <laughs> I did. So I I posted it that night because I thought, you know what? She just said, do a TikTok, post it. So I'm like, I didn't get too beh like behind. Well, it's not what it's supposed to say. It's not what it's really what I'm wanting to do. I'm just, right. do you know what I'm doing? I'm posting a TikTok. So I did post something that night that I already nice. had, hadn't released into the world. And it just kind of felt good in that moment. That's right. Um, since then, I do want to create something that's a little bit more in line with what she encouraged me to do, because she said it'll take too long to write a book. Like you can still write the book yes. but if you want to talk to and reach the teenagers, do a TikTok right now. True. So 
I'm having my 13 year old help me out. So <laughs> he was all excited because he didn't have a TikTok account. So I'm like, this is how you're going to get a TikTok. <laughs> you need to do your research. And he's like, I'll be your editor. And he was a video last night to show me his editing skills and everything. So That's I think great. it'll be kind of, you know, he's that teenager. I've, I've got him on the inside now, now that I've kind of taken myself out of the classroom, that yes. he will be able to kind of yay or nay. This is what they want. This is, you know, what they're relating to, et yes. cetera. Um, my husband actually also kind of helped guide me in what I should do, even with the TikTok, because um, I actually started this past year um, with some students, a Taylor Swift club at my high school. Oh, okay. So that is one thing I find that has been, I'm a huge Swifty. Oh, <laughs> awesome. It has been, <laughs> honestly, uh, so much fun. I even got at my school, because we'd have all of our Taylor Swift uh, meetings on Fridays at lunch. So mm -hmm. the secretaries play music before like the five minutes before the beginning of first period and third period. And right. so do only Taylor Swift songs on Fridays. So <laughs> it was, it was a whole thing. The school kind of fell into it. It was still a very small group, but it was like a safe space for people who were like-minded to me we talked all Taylor Swift. We had a Midnight's release party. We had a Taylor oh, wow. Swift dance party. Um, my 10-year-old even came <laughs> to all of these oh, things. Oh, that's awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun. So my husband was saying, like, you know, start that way because that's where you're going to have a little bit more connection with some of the kids. That's um, right. Because uh, my son even said all of it was going around to the elementary schools in our area because my kids actually are going to be going to the high school that I taught at. Nice. And he said, like, that's all they keep asking when the grade eight or when the guidance counselors come in to talk to the grade eights. We hear there's a Taylor Swift club. <laughs> they want to like transfer schools just to be part of the Taylor Swift club. And do you know what? I had so many friends through Facebook and Instagram. Once I started posting that I had that, that they said yeah. their kids wanted to transfer. Oh, wow. Transfer over. <laughs> yeah. That's so I think that's kind of my in on how I'm going to try and be relatable to yeah. the teenagers. That's great. Um, and so I think that's kind of going to be my in. So we'll see how For that sure. goes. Yeah. Build that like, know, and trust factor. And like in no time, you're going to be Miss, Miss, Mrs. Sluman, the viral uh, teacher, the, the viral TikTok Taylor Swift teacher. <laughs> exactly. And if that is my, my <laughs> handle or my tagline, I'm, I'm <laughs> over the moon for that. Yes. That's awesome. Well, I'm so happy for you. I'm, Thank you. I'm like fangirling at the fact that, you know, you're here on my podcast oh, and you had that, you. you know, amazing chat with Rachel Hollis. And um, thank you for hopping on here with me and sharing your experience, your story. I'm following you on your socials. I can't wait to see you grow and write your first book and all that. So awesome. thanks again for sharing your thank story. You. And um I really appreciate you having me on here. Oh, thanks, Courtney. No, it was great because I was like, I got to catch this girl because that was so cool. Awesome. <laughs> so Thank I think you. it was like a blessing that Sean Mendez didn't want to talk to us. No, 
Oh my gosh. I know. It was so funny. I was like, I thought that was like the pinnacle of my day. And I'm like, mm, Sean Mendes might want to actually talk to me now. <laughs> That's right. He might attend your show when, when it yes. happens. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. All right, Courtney, you have a great day and thank you so much. Thank you. You too, Carol. Nice meeting you. Thanks.